0: Welcome to the She, My Wife and I podcast. I'm Kate.
1: And I'm Travis. We'll be discussing an unconventional relationship where we give each other the freedom to explore who we are as individuals.
0: All whilst being in a loving relationship. Welcome to episode four, where we're going to be talking about...
1: Relationship styles.
0: Yeah, I guess just all the different... Not so much labels. We don't like labeling things, but we're going to talk about that. And before we move... A little bit further on, for those of you playing along at home, I'm sitting here completely naked recording this because...
1: Yeah, we were having a bit of um, a Snapchat strip tease with a female friend of ours, which has been a bit of fun tonight.
0: And here we are. So it's a little bit of insight to what we're doing, I guess, behind the scenes.
1: Yeah. bit of fun for a what, Sunday Sunday.
0: Night. Don't even know what day it is. Yeah. that awkward time between Christmas and New Year where you're just unsure what day it is and you just wake up every day wondering.
1: Yeah, a bit of a Sunday session at home. So Kate making cocktails, which is fun. I think she makes them a bit stronger than what you buy them, but yeah, it's good. Um, Yeah, so the relationship styles, we're just talking about the labels and the, I guess, the structures that we're taught to accept uh, growing up and... Um, what's acceptable, what's deemed unacceptable, and then where we sort of see ourselves.
0: Yeah, it's not just acceptable as well. It's like what you grow up knowing um, is the norm, I guess. You know, Trav, you grew mm. up in a family with two parents who were together and I grew up in two separate homes. And it's, um, you know, it's always been the norm to have a parent with either together with your other parent or in a normal relationship, I guess you can say, yeah. someone else so it's um it's what the normal is if you can see my air quotes the normal
1: yeah it's funny too when you get together with someone and it's one of the things that you don't take into account the fact that you know they might come from a, a split home where they've got step parents and you know um dual families that's something that i've never experienced you now my parents were lucky enough to still be together and had a very Sort of charmed childhood and, and kate was very lucky too like she's despite having um, a split home a very loving home with both her mum and her dad and stepdad stepmom so it's just everything that you're used to i guess is totally different I And mean, when you come into a relationship you have to take into account that not everyone's come from the same backgrounds not everyone's been taught the same things whether it's at school or the relationships they've seen and they've modeled themselves around
0: yeah, not everyone wants the same thing either, regardless of what you've been told is the normal or yeah, exactly. you want. It's yeah, definitely different to each individual. Hmm. And then you look at speaking of sled homes, you know what we've looked up the divorce rate. They say in the USA, so not quite, you know, here to Australia because they're quite hard to get, believe it or not. But is fifty percent so
1: over fifty percent at the moment, which. When, on surface level, you think that's pretty surprising, but then, you know, when you think more into it, it doesn't surprise me that much. Um, I guess whether you, whether it's because of just pure um,
0: not being mon- with the right person,
1: yeah, um, monogamy. Whether that works for for a couple, you know, you see, we were chatting about it just the other day. You can see a ninety-year-old couple that might have been married for seventy years. And they still, you know, dote after each other. They're still pushing each other in wheelchairs and going to bingo together. But then we were chatting the other day about uh, friends of ours. You know, this couple in their 80s, and they literally divide their home into two down the central hallway, and he stays on one side and she stays on the other, just purely to stay away from each other. But they're still together because that's what they're supposed to do, you know, and. And you wonder how long has it been like that? Has it been ten years, twenty years, thirty years? Um, you know, but but divorce was seen in their day as such a dirty thing,
0: or a burden if you got divorced, yeah, to your family or to anyone else, yourself.
1: Yeah, you're almost a disgrace. So, you know, over the years, you've seen with the acceptance of gay marriage and all these things become go from being so taboo to so accepted. Um, now I think the next generation of that is just different relationship styles, and people going well is monogamy for for us, you know. And if it's not, that's okay, you know. And and one of the biggest things I suppose we wanted to talk about with this podcast is we're not trying to convince anyone that monogamy isn't the best way, you know. If you're in a happy monogamous relationship uh, with a man or a woman or whatever, then that's great. If you're both happy and it's a healthy relationship, then That's what's best for you, and we're not going to try and convince you otherwise.
0: Yeah, I mean, you look at same-sex marriage in Australia as an example has been legal since 2017, and even that's still a touchy Mm -hmm. subject to a lot of people. And I think as you move on, the next generation um, and move down, is it's going to become more normal, but that doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen, in, you know, just over three years. It's going to be something that probably in 30, 40, 50 years' time, whether it's gay marriage, you know.
1: Um, open relationships. Open
0: relationships, being polyamorous, however it is, is going to become the normal because it's going to become more mm-hmm. accepting because we live in a time where we stand up for ourselves and what we believe should be right or should be different to the normal because everything's changing.
1: Yeah, we've heard from friends of ours too. Countries like Canada that are quite liberal and progressive, uh, open relationships, you know, if you're on Tinder or any of the dating apps over there, it's almost the norm. You know, like it's no one even bats an eyelid at the fact that a, a couple might be looking for a third to involve, whether it's casually or, or full-time or, you know, that's that sort of stuff is, is just so widely accepted. And yet other places it's still so... You know, you wouldn't even bring it up.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's certainly quite interesting to be on the other side of that, and when you tell people, and like we said, we don't have labels. What we do, I mm. guess, the best if you wanted to label it would probably be. I think we both discuss is monogamish. Yeah, which...
1: we were chatting about earlier, saying if you had to label us, would you call us? Open or polyamorous uh, or swingers, but I think monogamous is probably the closest thing to it. Yeah, uh, and open more implies that you know it, it is as it, as it's described quite open. Uh, polyamorous being that you've got multiple partners, you know that Kate might have a another boyfriend or a girlfriend or me a girlfriend on the side, um, which which isn't really for us, you know, mm-hmm. given our family dynamic, given the fact that we're we are each other's primary partners, we're not mm-hmm. looking to include anyone into our relationship as such uh, at this point in time. No. Um, but monogamish.
0: It was, you know, I've done a quick little Google here to give you, I guess, a true definition, and it refers to a long-term committed relationship that bends the rules of monogamy with consent of both parties. Yeah, that's... So I've I think never... that's the perfect way to sum it up. When I have a look at the first one, there's a different, I guess, description to it, but that sums up for us what monogamish means to us and
1: yeah i hadn't googled that but what kate just read there almost perfectly sums up where we're at and we've been in positions before where we've discussed you know you know are the boundaries or are, uh the style is the style of a relationship changing and we've been open to that being a possibility if that person came around but um but it's never really we've never found that that person that we wanted to do that with And so we're really happy with what we're doing now.
0: Yeah. I think until that time comes and we both know that it's, you know, um, we're in a position where if we're seeing someone semi-regularly or doing something and someone else calls it off, there's no questions asked Mm. um, as to why they want to do it. But in the same sense, if I guess if someone goes, okay, what like we've been in that position, what is this? What are we doing? Yeah, Where is this going? You know, it's also that discussion that, hey, we both need to talk about this because, yeah, what is it?
1: Yeah. It's it's good, though, because when you have those discussions, they can be uncomfortable at times because one person might feel more one way than the other person does. One, people, one person in the relationship might be more into a situation than the other one is. But when you have the guts to bring it up and you talk about it, it's, you know, whether... You, whether it comes as a shock or catches you off guard, at the end of it, I think it makes you feel closer together just because you've, you've been able to bring it up. And it feels so good to have that, those open lines of communication to be able to say, hey, this is how I'm feeling, where are you at? And even if the other person says, yeah, look, I'm not there, um, you know, I'm having fun with this situation, you know, but I don't really see it progressing any further. Um, it might not be what the other person wants to hear, but
0: it's clear boundaries. I think we, we have, we have had that where I said to you exactly what you just described. Like, is this, what is this? i I need to know, I need to know what this is. Is this going further? Is this not going further? Because I need a clear boundary right now. And you know, that's exactly what you said to me. No, we're just having fun right now. I don't want anything more out of it. Just what we're doing is perfectly fine. And I think A few days post that, I was processing the fact that, okay, this is the answer and this is where it's at, which I was more than okay with, but it still took time to process. Yeah,
1: and and everyone moved on and we're all happy with the situation, you know, like um, the unicorn involved in it has since moved on. Um, You know, we're doing our thing and everyone's happy, which is the main thing. We never like to leave anyone that we've sort of included with any bad taste in their mouth. Uh, we like to make sure that, that everyone's had a good time and that we've we've all left it amicably.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, that situation did. And You I look back on it now and, and I sit there and go, well, I'm glad that sort of didn't go any further or nothing came of that because yeah, I live a marvellous life.
1: Yeah, we are. Other it,
0: than that, but I just think I was, you know, confused in a way probably more so than feelings was confusion because we hadn't been there before and
1: yeah, and, it, a lot was happening. And it can be both sides. Females do tend to sometimes have more emotional involvement in things. I'm not saying that's always the way, it's, it's certainly not. But um, yeah, just it's all about open communication. And I think it's be fair to say we haven't always had amazing communication. You know, I no, think that's like,
0: saying probably over the last 18 months that's been.
1: Yeah, the last couple of years we've gotten better and better.
0: Yeah, much better.
1: You know, we've been together, well, you know, we've known each other for over eight years now, and I think each year, I think our communication has got better and better, Um, and not just, you know, the actual communication itself, but how we communicate and how we listen and receive that communication as well. Um, You know, it's, it's one of those things where even if you know by knowing that the person that they might not take a bit of information as well as you'd hoped. Just bringing it up, letting them take it how they take it, and then having that discussion afterwards. Once once everything's had a chance to settle, um, you feel more comfortable, you know. And you know the next time around, hey, I know that they're going to talk to me about that. Um, and and it just yeah, it just evolves over time, like the relationship, like the boundaries, and like the communications. Our yeah. communication has probably never been better than it is.
0: Right now. Yeah. I think, too, one thing important in your relationship changing is knowing that each other changes as well. Mm. I think, you know, people tend to forget that you're going to change as a person, whether that be sexually, emotionally, you know, you mature more. Mm. You just change as a person in, in the way you see things and your values and everything like that. So I think you have to learn to accept in your relationship that you're going to change yeah. and you need to, you need to be open and willing because a person's not going to be the same. You know, I'm not the same person I was eight years ago when I met Travis. And he's not the same person that I was living with as a roommate eight years ago. So you've got to learn to accept that. It's not going to, it's not going to stay the same, you know, your relationship, the person you are, your sex life, any of it.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. You're both going to evolve individually, and then your relationship's also going to evolve. And sometimes that means that you you evolve in a way that you and your partner might not be compatible anymore. You know that's that's just the, the sad reality of it. That and everyone's had those times where whether it's a high school sweetheart or whether it's you know a, a serious relationship or a marriage, you can have times where over the years you evolve and you you move in separate paths, and it gets to a point where they you know you can't be together anymore and that's, you know, that's unfortunate, but that can be a reality. It doesn't
0: make you a bad person. No, no, not at all. You've seen situations where I know I've been in a conversation with people before where they talk about I don't want to leave them because I don't want to hurt them, but I can't be in the relationship anymore. It's like Mm. you also can't do the wrong thing by them and, and you potentially hurt them more by not being honest and, you know, you're not a bad person for breaking up with someone because it's not where you want to be.
1: Yeah, they might have a love for them still, even though they might not be in love with them. And sometimes I feel like people, at the, it's at that point where people will start to, you know, go behind their partner's backs where they'll do things, you know, they'll, those communication, that like line of communication will break down. And instead of being open and saying, hey, look, you know, um, this is where I'm at, this is what I'm looking for. And, yeah, well, you know, I
0: want to try this. Or, yeah, and
1: you know, sometimes that, that can be, where you know you can discuss your relationship style. You can say, "Hey, this isn't working for me." If it is about your relationship and it's not necessarily about the the top, you know, how you're evolving as an individual and who you're turning into, you might be able to discuss things and say, "Hey, look, this is what I'm this is what I'm looking for." Is this something that you know a different style of relationship might help us stay together? Because I still have love for you, I still love you, but um, you know, what I'm getting at the moment isn't necessarily where I want to be long-term.
0: Yeah, it might not be from the person themselves, It just might be, you know, like we've discussed, it may just be the whole thing of they don't want to be in a monogamous relationship, whether it's what we do, whether it's poly, whether it's open. You you know, it's unless the other person knows because you don't know what they're thinking, they could be in the same position or they might totally be against it and that's, that's it, you part your ways. But mm. unless you're going to be open and honest with your partner, you're never going to be where you want to be in a
1: relationship. That's where I think if people are interested in, in what we're doing, you know, and, and there's certainly a lot of interest out there, we've received a lot of feedback, which goes to show that there are people that are maybe in this position, maybe you're with a long-term partner and you love that person, you want to be with them, you want them to be your primary partner, you see them with, you know, you see yourself being with them for the long term. But Maybe you have other needs, maybe you still, you know, you, you're still attracted to other people or maybe you're still, you want to try something else in well, your just sex try life. try something new. Yeah, just something new in your sex life. Um, instead of you know doing what I think a lot of people out there are doing, and and they're going behind their partner's backs, they're cheating, they're doing this, they're having these these hidden relationships. Surely it's going to hurt your partner less if you came to them and said, "Look, you know, I love you. I want to be with you." Um, would you be open to the idea of this? This is something that I feel like I'd like to try, um, you know, because I don't want to do the wrong thing by you. I don't want to end this relationship, you know. Maybe you've got a family, who knows. But surely the the short-term pain of, of your partner coming to you maybe telling you that, surely that would be better than finding out down the track that they've gone behind your back and they've been with these people and, you know, it's irreconcilable at that point. Um, I think that's where certainly if you the upfront the honesty of it um, while it might be confronting at first, I think down the track, you know, most people would say, hey, most people that have maybe been cheat- cheated on uh, or betrayed would say, if my partner had come to me and said, this is all I need, I maybe I need to get this out of my system or I'd like to try something new. I think most people or at least some people would say I would have taken I would have respected them doing that rather than going behind my back
0: yeah it takes a, it takes a big person to do that as well um, as a female perspective here there's definitely been conversations and no, I'm not talking about this this has probably been some of our easier conversations in what we do but in other parts of our relationships like you know more so not sex related is there's been some hard truths that I've heard that I didn't want to hear but then you know whether it's a day later five days later a week or a month you sort of can see on the other hand why that was discussed or why you're so honest about that so you know like I said it's not all roses for us it's definitely mm. there's been times that, and we've had conversations about um, what we do and and everything that you know the other might not like to hear but it's just it's it's all a part of it. it's all part of a relationship at the end of the day whether it's about sex or not you know I know that we both see sex as sex you know yeah. we both enjoy it we both love being ourselves and doing it enjoying each other enjoying it all that sort of stuff
1: and and knowing that we're allowing each other to enjoy ourselves like yeah we're, we're allowing each other to to um, to be ourselves and to not feel restricted it's something that. I touched on in another episode was I feel like people if you're in a relationship and you feel like you're in a cage or you're being you're being held back in some way all all you want to do is is lash out or escape or get out you just want to free yourself but if you're in a relationship where you feel free where your partner allows you to feel this sense of freedom where you can be yourself where you can explore the things that you're into where you can you know, when you don't feel like you're you're in a cage. Like, there's nothing better. You know, mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's great. And that's that's, I suppose, what I try to provide for Kate, and what she tries to provide for me as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's um, mm-hmm. like I said, it's we we love each other. We're in love with each other, and we know that our saying is we are the cake, and anything else is the cherry on top. You never want. The cherry without the cake yeah am no, i saying that right <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no <laughs> without one, being confusing
1: yeah no one's gonna i don't want the, the cherry especially those cherries that they put on top of cakes those little gel fake
0: things cherries.
1: <laughs> like you know, no one wants the cherry without the cake like kate is my cake and that's you a know, mouthful tongue twister yeah, say is. that three times and uh and anyone else that we are is it just a cherry on top you know i'm not going with the cherry without the cake that's like a little analogy for each other, you know, yeah. but, but and it's that's us.
0: like, that's what I'm talking about is we are, we are the cake. We know that we work together and enjoy sex together, our relationship all just as ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like we could have the cake and be happy
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we could probably go through life and have the cake and be happy, but we get the cherry mm-hmm. on top.
1: And there maybe there may be a stage where we say, okay, you know, we decide we don't want to do this anymore, but we just decide, Hey, um, let's go back to just being monogamous. Like we're not we're not closing any doors off. you know we, we like to keep things fluid. We like to evolve as people and our relationship will continue to evolve as well, whichever way that is. As long as both of us are on the same page and we're still communicating and both of us are happy, that's the main thing. Um, I had a conversation with Kate last week. I can't actually remember what the topic was, but I knew that the conversation I was going to have, she wasn't going to take it well like up front, it was just, yeah, I knew she was going to probably get defensive about it, but it was better to have that conversation then and let her get defensive. And then within a few hours, I knew she would come back and she would thank me for being honest about whatever it was. And she did. That's exactly how it happened. You know, she, she didn't love what I had had to say at the time, but she came back to me and she said, Hey, look, just forget how I reacted. Thank you so much for telling me. Like it's so much better to do it that way than to say, oh, that's an uncomfortable conversation. I'm just going to – I'm not going to worry about that Mm. because those are the things that end up building up and building up and they just they just tear away your relationship.
0: Yeah, I think too like going back to the emotional side of being a female because we all know we have a lot more emotions and everything like that and whether you're a guy who's trying to approach a situation or a female who's trying to receive the situation – or what you're talking about, it's, um, yeah, we all know hormones come a lot into play. So, yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> all I need to say about that. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is right now I don't have hormones at a different level, but it definitely does affect how you react to things, and sometimes that first reaction is, you know, as a person who that affects, let it calm down, let it sit, think about it. And I think, too, on the other end, as Travis just said, You know, you need to learn to receive that and and know that you just need to let it be for a little bit. Just Mm. let it be.
1: But you also can't learn to receive information well if your partner's not giving you the information. Exactly. You know, that's, that's one of those things. And I've been guilty of it in the past as well, whether it's in this relationship or previous relationships. I've gone, what I want to say is going to cause an argument, therefore I won't say it, therefore no argument. And that's all well and good for the short term, but it doesn't, it doesn't, build a healthy relationship you know it just it just builds up and builds up and builds up until it becomes you know you're almost deceitful because you're not saying those things Mm -hmm. you know and you build up so much capital in your relationship if you're honest and you come up with those things because your partner knows well you didn't need to tell me that you know but you're being honest you're being upfront about things therefore you know they feel more comfortable and therefore, you build this comfortability in your relationship, um, and we've touched on this briefly in other episodes as well, about um, people wanting to to bring a, a third into their relationship, but they're not willing to have those uncomfortable conversations. Well, it, it, it's not it's not going to happen. It's not going to work well when you've got when you, if you're not willing to tell, you know, your partner about. Random things, then you're not going to be able to, to,
0: to do that. Yeah, exactly
1: right. In a healthy way. So,
0: we're going to let you have those uncomfortable conversations yeah. and uh, probably wrap it up there. Yeah.
1: So, the long story is short, um, we'd say we're monogamish. We're not trying to convince anyone no. to change their relationship style as long you as do you. you boo.
0: That's always my saying to everyone. You, do you You will hear me say to everyone, you do you, boo.
1: Yeah. And mm-hmm. as long as you're happy, and you and your partner are on the same page. Your partners are on the same page, and you're open and honest with each other. Live your best life, like we are. Yeah. And uh, we'll catch you in the next episode. Um, bye. Bye.